Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Shouts out to Team No Sleep. Man, I, I know I haven't slept because this is third show of the day. What's 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 up with you, brother Montel? How you living, man? man? man like you know me, man. Always blessed, man. Always blessed to have another day. Yes, it's sir. A great Thursday. Talk about sports and social impact. I'm ha- I'm excited. I got my partner, one of my, my classmates coming down. Mm. Look at my boy, tall boy. Hey man, I told you, man, I'm taking some advice. I ain't finished with the tall boy. <laughs> I ain't finished. Yeah. Uh, this this is just a little something, but wait, it's gonna be even better when, my, when we get finished with it. Especially yeah. my other room. I mean, you, you got but, uh, got the background going. I still, I got the mic in the mail. You know, it, like like the check is in the mail, but no, your your new <laughs> microphone good, is like in the mail, so it's it's all I'm, good. I'm working with a new laptop. I'm trying to get everything straight. So, get, give me give me a few more weeks, man. Everything gonna be on fire. But you know, like I said, I'm really excited about the show, man. My brother, my 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 close confidant from college, uh, actually was my roommate. Man, my man was a couch surfer on my house for a little bit. We like was chilling. That. Um, we go back, we go back for, you know, 20 plus years. He was my defensive back. You know, he's my free safety when I was strong safety and one of the coldest defenses in division two football probably ever. Mm. And, uh, 
and, and my man's just he's risen from being you know that student athlete to now he's 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 control i mean he's he's running stuff in his profession is a profession of of, of, of uh, psychology and sociology working with under underprivileged youth and prisoner and people that are locked up incarcerated he's just doing big things man i'm glad he's going to be on show my man james earl holland jr you know, I, I can't, I can't, I'm blessed, man, to have my man, my man is my confidant. My Look friend. at you, 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 you so. choking up, bringing him on stream. So I, I, hey, I, man, I'm, I'm not even going to say anything else. I'm just going to bring him <laughs> on. Brother, Brother yeah. Holland, welcome, welcome to Team No Sleep. I was, I was looking at the comments that were coming in and folks were giving love to Brother Martel and, and the That's fact right. that we ever doing it, but, and he was definitely hyping you up and appreciate it. Welcome, like I said, behind the scenes, brother, welcome to the family. As soon as hey, soon as you, you walked in the front door, you part of the family. So, uh, w- welcome. Hey, I appreciate it. Hey, glad to be here, man. <laughs> man, yes. you got Montel. Like you said, man, he's been there for me since oh over twenty years, man. It's a lot of things we've been doing. Um, I've been seeing the things that he's done in the community, and I'm just proud of him. I'm just really, really thankful. God actually put him in my life too. He even been a mentor even for my son, who's actually about to graduate uh, Cal Lutheran with his last. He j- okay. actually just finished graduating. But playing one more year of football. Okay, right on. Right. Tell us a little bit about who you are first. We you know every time we bring uh, a guest on the show, we just kind of like to get perspective and really allow that person to shine and, and have their moment in in the in the light, so to speak, so we can get background on who James Earl Holland okay. Junior is. All right, hey, appreciate it. Well, I'm a little older than I look. Let me take the head off a second. <laughs> uh, I'm actually 51 years old, so I grew up in the uh, streets of Richmond. Uh, that's Richmond, California, so pretty hard neighborhood things. But um, uh, right now, I'm a licensed clinical social worker. Um, I graduated Humboldt State in 94, and I've actually opened up my own individual practice for the last year. But um, I got about 20 years experience working with um, at-risk at, <clears throat> at youth, um, mentoring, counselor, coaching, uh, high school football, track, and sports Um I've been working with adults for 16 plus years, seniors, disabled, um, veterans. And again, like Montel kind of said too, I've been in working with CDCR in the prison. I work at Wasco State Prison for about seven years, a little over seven years now. Um, I facilitated uh, anger support groups, mindfulness support groups, sickle cell support groups, diabetes. I got two kids since type one, um, I'm actually type two. And um, lifer groups. And I just got a passion really to just motivate people. One reason, if you don't mind, just real quick, that I actually got into social work. Um, when I was at Humboldt State, I was mentoring some kids, as like a big brother, big sister type thing. I was working at group homes over the summer between going to college. And I had some kids there that was ages 7 to 11 in Richmond. One of the kids, um, he had been in multiple different type of foster homes, of course. But um, he had an issue with being sexual promiscuous at age 11. So we had to watch him all the time. And um, fast forward, I guess I used to take him to like football games and things and actually mentor him and the other little kids that was there. But fast forward about 10 years later, a young man walked up to my sister on the streets and was like, oh, I know you, um, you, Jimmy's brother, people know me as Jimmy. And she didn't know who he was, but he was like, you know what, tell your brother thank you. She's like, what are you talking about? So he said who he was. He was 21 years old. Um he had said that I was the first positive black male that he ever came across. He had six different males, men that molested him by the age of 11. Mm. And 
even got taken out of his own family because his own biological dad did. But he said I was the first one that was positive and helped him out. And so fast forward again later, he was engaged to be married and in college. So it was just things like that to where you get, you never think about what you're doing for one person, but just to have a positive male role model, just to lead that person and see somebody, even of your color, that's doing something is right. really big for a mental state. So I'm a licensed clinical social worker, let her help out as much as I can. Appreciate that story, man. And, and that gives context of, uh, I'm going to say that the content of the character uh, of, of who we, who we're talking to right now. So, so we, we talking to some folks who, who resonate with the community and that are giving back. So appreciate you for, for all that, all those efforts that you do. Uh, we, we, we going to break down sports tonight, but that's right. But uh, team no sleep is more than just the scores. It's more than just the standings. It's more than kind of like I was saying behind the scenes It's more what, than who's got the newest sneaker deal. Uh, we talk about the social impact of sport. This this week, we, we've got some recurring stories. Uh, but we, we're going to touch on a couple of things. And, and look, Brother, brother Holland, we're we just going to pick your brain and get, get your perspective. And, and there's a lot of folks that are watching. <laughs> All right. And, and, and see where we go. I'm liking that hat, too, man. Shouts out to that. Where, where am I in that? Man, y'all, y'all know I got me a hat like that, too. I, I, need, I need to get one. But uh <laughs> All right, all right, brother Montel. What we what we going? We we going we going to start where we left off last week. We going we going to start with your boy Kwame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start. Let's start with brother Kwame because that's the biggest. That's the hottest thing going on on social media. So I, I definitely want to give my, my brother James' perspective on it. Uh, Kwame Brown. I'm sure you know about the story. You know uh, him having getting into it with the um, a, a, I mean a bunch of celebrities mm-hmm. from things they said over the past you know years about him and his career, and you know he. Now he got the famous thing, his mama's cooking, sprinkling on there when mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. he he going at him pretty hard. Um, and then this uh, Charlemagne the God made an apology to him um, on the air of, uh, of uh, his show, um, The Breakfast Club. Right. And I don't even know if it went well or not. It's kind of that's still kind of up in the air because because Kwame's still going at him pretty tough. Uh, how do you feel that situation right now? How's that? And let's talk about from the social space. How is that you think that's socially impacting everybody? Is it just great entertainment or is that really, do you think this could be some, some lingering effects from, from this within our community? Because yeah. we always boastful and always arguing and stuff sometimes, especially within that realm, James, I want to kind of your perspective on how you feel about it. Look, there, there's, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. We got two Jameses here. Let, let, let me, let me go with the guest. My, my, my fault. My fault. Let's go with brother Holland. God, dog, I, you had me ready to look. I was ready to get on the soapbox, right? Go, go ahead, brother Holland. Go ahead. Um, man, that, that, to me, that's kind of difficult um, <laughs> because you got a situation where the individual was at one point someone people looked up to. Mm. Um, he was he, of course, made it into the NBA and people wanted to kind of be like him. And, and unfortunately, a lot of times when we pick our role models, we pick people that we had no clue, so to speak, <laughs> of how they really are inside. So right now, again, you don't know if that's something for more publicity. Is that something where he now got a voice where he could actually say what he truly feel about people? And you see how too Stephen A. Smith is going back and forth with him as well. It's just, it's, it's in a sense, kind of detrimental at times, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I'm hoping that, is something where for himself and his 
mental state of mind, I like to give the gold mental, um, that it'll come out to be something that's just not a a show or a dog and pony show. So let, let me dive into this, man, because because I, I specifically want to hear a little bit more from, from you, James, on this being from your profession. Right. Uh, one one thing about Charlemagne, I, I don't know if I completely believe him. Right. I, I, I think his statements are more for trying to ease the air from ratings, trying to kind of kind of squelch it a little bit because because Kwame is telling, look, I'm not playing with y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm from I'm from the country. Meet me where you need to meet me and, and, and we can we can lock them up if we need to. Right. So that, that, yeah. that that's something that probably wasn't expected. There was a lot of noise, a lot of chatter. You know, Stephen Jackson. Uh, what, what's your what's your other dude? Uh, Bart. Uh, Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes, Matt right, Barnes, right, right, right. So yeah. doing a lot of talking, but but then you, then then you got someone who's saying, okay, let, let, let's quit the talking and and let's actually meet up face to face and have these types of things out. What kind of image? What type of uh, a view perspective does that have? So I'm I'm talking to you, James, as a therapist and, and from a social working perspective for our youth when they see folks that they look up to, millionaires. Uh, athletes, professional athletes, professional entertainers, folks in the spotlight, folks on TV, and and they're going through this through this uh, disillusionment. They're going through these situations uh, again. H- how do you talk to a ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grader or year old when they see this on an ESPN or they see this on their social media feeds and say, you know, this is. Is this right? Is is this how folks need to continue to to react to these types of situations? Yeah, Kwame needs to definitely defend himself, and he he needs to definitely st- you know uh, m- make his opinion and his voice and his perspective known. But it, it's almost getting to the point where it's almost it, it it's almost too late for talking, and and you know it, it's almost getting to the point where someone is really probably going to get feelings and and emotions and and, and just hurt. See, and that's when it turned into um, a much bigger issue because now you got those other kids that are looking up and like, okay, you know what? This is how we really handle situations. Um, we can't really talk it out. We can't really sit there and and understand each other's feelings, so to speak, because then we're too soft. Yeah. Um, or the, when they do meet up, like back in the day, you used to actually could put them together with your hands and that would have been it. But now you bring in different weapons. Some of them people might end up being on the other side where I work now because of the situation and because of supposedly just an insult at the beginning. Um, instead of able to really talk and define it and hash it out between one another, um, it, it, it just means such a bigger problem because it's just showing that you this is how you do things in a negative type of way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm, I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to bring this comment up because I saw Tolby mention this and he, we had him on the show. So shouts out to you, brother. We appreciate you for your support. Yeah, I was not necessarily mentioning that, that Kwame made that statement. That was Stephen Jackson who said, I'm in Atlanta. Bring all the folks that you need to be safe and come meet me if you if you want to see me face to face. So, so yeah, just I'm just saying that type of a conversation is now starting to happen. Right. It's starting to get more and more, 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 more hot confrontational, confrontational yeah, and, and it's getting getting to the point where, again, it, it's going to be very difficult to turn around. So, I mean, yeah. you got you got Jamel, uh, Jamel Hill involved. Why? Mm. You, you you got Stephen A. Smith involved. You got 
uh, Chameleon Aaron. I, I mean, good Charlemagne. I, I definitely have been doing too many shows today, but you got <laughs> you got Charlemagne the God on doing shows, so so that kind of thing. Montel, go ahead and say what you were going. Yeah, about. yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I I will always respect any man that speaks his truth, and I think I respect Kwame for speaking his truth. I, I respect him for speaking his frustration, saying how he's tired of people poking him, poking the bear. Um, I don't. Now, the one part that I don't that I kind of don't even understand about his thing is that when someone talks about when they when they critique him or criticize him of being the number one, I don't think using the term bus is the right thing, right mm-hmm. word. I just don't think he lived up to expectation. Mm-hmm. And some people's number ones just like I don't know if Joe, did Joe Smith didn't live up, up to expectation of being number one. Neither did uh Michael Olaquande. You know, though there's other guys that, you know, even in the film and so on and so on, people that didn't live up to being the number one draft number one. But what I do think with him is that he's not he's not a bus. He's actually a success story, and that's the one thing mm. I think people need to need to definitely decipher. Um, you can critique his basketball skills or his basketballs. He wasn't successful in basketball, but as far as a person being successful in life, that man has made it over and over. He's he's successful in life. Yeah, you know, maybe not on the court he wasn't as successful people wanted him to be, but to be able to do anything for twelve years, get paid very substantially, he is a success in life. Now, the part that I that that I, I don't know if this triggered or not. I, I I watched Matt Barnes. I watched it over. Matt Barnes said he didn't live up to his potential as being the number number one. Now he added the bus on the end. That's probably what pissed Kwame off. Yeah. But it it is true. If you're number one, number two, number three, number four, number five pick, which you're a high person, there's a certain expectation from fans and people in that organization for you to be successful. And if you don't do that, it is what it is. I mean, those are the things. But I think that the, the problem is. That's where sports and life need to be separated. You know, you're not successful mm. or successful on the, on the field, but that brother's winning in life all day, every day, all over, 20,000 times over and over again. Um, I, I think, and our people, and I don't think just they need to know that as entertaining as people as they're doing as you team. Our people and these young generations need to understand that as well. This man is successful in life, and that's the most important thing of all. Yeah. Can I jump into that a second? Definitely, brother. Absolutely. I was, I was actually going to okay. I was actually so, going to turn it your uh, your way anyway. Yeah. And you know what? That was that's that's a really huge point that we kind of got to get across to the younger generation. Just like Montel said, the successful how he's made it. Um, but unfortunately, the younger generation all we do is look at it's a beef between certain people. That's the things that happen with our race. Unfortunately, that's how we handle situations. We don't look at the. Uh, how he's been able to take care of his family or provide based on his ability and where he got. Yeah, he was the number one pick. And it's, I don't know, it's just some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, you have to be at a certain level, actually have to perform and actually have to do something because you got that number one pick. Mm. Um, but some people, it just didn't happen. But it doesn't mean that he wasn't successful. And if he wasn't successful, he wouldn't have played that many years, too. We're looking at numbers. Mm-hmm. We're looking at points. But he actually was able to still play, I think, what is about 12 years? Mm-hmm. I know yeah. he played so over a decade. Yeah, 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 I know he played yeah, over a decade. Uh, yeah. So with that, he was able to take care of his family. He's still able to do some things right now for himself to take care of himself. He's not locked up in prison. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Those, those, yeah. That's, that's a great point. And I, I want to be... 
cognizant and I, w- I want to be respectful to the folks that are leaving comments. So tall boy again. So we appreciate you leaving this statement here. You were wrong Montel about the three sides listening to the players who played with him. They all say Jordan held him back because he was not able to trade him for Elton brand. But, but again, we're changing the conversation right now. We're, we're taking yeah, advantage yeah. of having someone like, like Mr. Holland on here and, and trying to get to that social impact folks, uh, focus right trying to understand what this is doing this this whole conversation this whole argument this whole dispute is doing maybe again to the youth that are out there watching it yeah there, there's a lot going on with this whole conversation of, of, of Kwame uh, of Stephen Jackson of Matt Barnes of Charlemagne of all these other folks that are that are making noise but we're right now this conversation we're trying to focus on again how is this impacting the youth of America not just America but 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 really those impressionable minds who look up to these types of at, these types of folks, entertainers, athletes, uh, professionals, folks that are in the spotlight and how that may be affecting them. So, so there's a whole different side of the conversation. And again, respectfully, Tallboy, where you're coming from as being a, a, a past player, you're coming from one perspective. But Montel and I right now are literally trying to pull some specific things out of out of James Holland because because he's coming from more of a clinical perspective. Uh, uh, a and and so. touch that again, like um, people keep coming up again, talking about how somebody talking bad or distant or things like that. But how many people brought up to the point where um, that man, if you even Google it, look at it, that man was uh, what they say was born. Uh, Brown was the last the eight children born into a dirt poor black family in South Carolina. Over the course of his career, he made more than 63 million, which he let me raise this point which he uses to give back to his family and community. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing with it. But yet we talking about some distance between the two. We're not talking about what he's doing with the community. Yeah. Oh, I agree, James. I think that, um, I think, I think basketball. Okay. He wasn't, he wasn't as successful as people projected him to be in basketball, whether cause he didn't get traded or not. I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't even care at that point. The man is a success story. Just like you said, James, from where he came from, from him playing high school ball to being drafted out of high school, to going to the NBA, to doing all these beautiful things he's doing for his community and his family. And for someone to, for someone to say he's a bust, he's not. He wasn't successful in basketball, but the dude is a winner in life. And that's the one thing we focus on, what you do in sports and not what they're doing in life. Yep. You know what I mean? There's some guys that are that they think that people think they're the best guys in the world they played sports, but they're thugs. They were thugs then. They were thugs now. They were, you know, I. We got to focus on who's successful in life. Why are you talking you know, about Latrell Sweet Spreewell like that? Why are you talking about him? Uh, him well, I'm co- not talking about Spreewell. I'm not why mentioning you, no one's names. But why are you talking about him choking coaches? Come after me, but or, or you know, come <laughs> after me. But I'm just saying, you know, what I mean, I mean, this man is successful in life, and I wish, I wish we took time to celebrate with the good things he's doing in life instead of trying to point out. Mm. You know, point out mm. that he just wasn't successful in basketball. Wow. You know, uh, uh, that, that that doesn't make any sense. And I don't even think he wasn't. I thought he was successful in basketball. He got drafted to the NBA and played for 12 years. There's a lot of guys that don't make it to any that, are, that never even sniff college basketball that were great, yeah. much less sniff the NBA and play. So I I, I, I think he's a celebrator. I, but I do. I do understand. I understand where Matt Burns said he didn't live up to the expectations. I do. I understand mm-hmm. what he meant by that. Mm-hmm. But also, but the part that people saying bust at the end of that, 
or talking bad about the end of that at the end of that conversation. I wish Matt Barnes would Matt Barnes would have reached out to him, had that conversation with him, and, and, and they could have squashed it before it went to all the social media stuff. Now it's getting confrontational, like you said, which that's no place for for millionaires to be fighting. No. We would never hear. We never hear Dan Marley and and, 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 and Dan Marley and Mark Van Eaton arguing. White culture doesn't do that. We do that. Yeah. Which is sad. It's sad because we buy into that media hype stuff. Those guys would handle I would think those guys would probably handle it behind closed doors. Why do we always gotta air this dirty laundry out and not be able to handle it like mm. grown adults do mm. and have that phone call and say, Hey, you know, I had a problem with what you said about me and go that way. But on the flip side end, I do understand Kwame Brown speaking his truth and letting this frustration out. I just wish it didn't come to this confrontational part. That's the part yeah, I don't like. Then, when they when they do that and they come to the confrontational part and it's put into social media, that portrays the stereotype of us. Yeah, that's how we really are. There you go. There you like go. You said, man, um, Tim Tebow, Danny Ferry, they wouldn't have did that. They weren't <laughs> that great. They had a bus. Yeah. But now it's all of a sudden, you know what? That's how quote unquote they are. Yeah. Yeah. And that messes with this mental state of mind too. That, yeah. that, that's what I hate. That's the part that I hate right there. Yeah. That stereotype right there is what I hate. Yeah. So now I think the the, the four uh, very passionate gentlemen, and I'm I'm counting the man off screen right now. Uh, now I think you know we are in alignment, right? Because he, as he says here, the social impact is African American males exactly. are able to understand where he is coming from. He has the voice. We have to change the narrative to say life is not about how many points we score. So that, that so, so that is it. Yes. I think we, we all summed it up right there. You know, we, we came at it from different angles. We came at it from, again, social uh, social working and from a therapist perspective. We came at it from fans. We came at it from a, a prior athlete. And we came at it from just me trying to instigate the conversation as uh, just just to just to make sure that we have these awkward conversations. Right. Because this is what's necessary, because a lot of there there is no other outlet that's having the conversation to this degree. Right. They're they're just scratching the surface, trying to stir up the the flame a little bit, but not really trying to talk about what the impact is for the youth, what the impact is for society, for the culture. How do we get these brothers that are directly involved in this? How do we get them over this hump to maybe shaking hands and hugging it out one day as well? So uh, Kwame Brown will continue to be in news. We will continue to be something that we talk about. It's a, it's a blooming onion. What, 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 what restaurant was that? Was, was, was it? Something like that. It is a, it is whatever that is. And it will continue to evolve. We will, we will probably talk about them again next, next time, but uh, let, let's go ahead and we'll keep it in the, in, in the basketball realm. Um, playoffs are happening. Uh we got we, we we got the games happening, but we got some other things happening at the games as well. We we got so hold on, let let, let me go ahead and get focused and let, let let me just stay with one. Talk to me about your team there. So, brother Holland, who who are you cheering for if if anybody this year? I, I saw you go put your head. Board. I was gonna say I saw you put your head. I was just I was gonna say you looking you looking for Steph Steph at home right I'm now. Looking for Steph, man. Yeah. Go to State Warriors. We be no, back, Steph at home right <laughs> now. Him and Aisha no, but, cooking. You know, cooking in the kitchen right now. <laughs> But actually, let me go back a little. Like, I grew up in the Bay Area, so I go way back. Like, Joe Barry, Carroll, I know my whole team. It's not just because they won the last – they had that little five-year run. So Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, go to State Warriors. No, no, no worries. They they, they tried – look, Steph did his thing. He he definitely put 
again another impact on 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 the uh, season. They're gonna change the rules for that man. They're gonna change the whole three point line. <laughs> they, they, they're gonna they're gonna move the three point line all the way to center court. So he, he, I don't they, think it's gonna make a difference with him. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, right? Because because he, he he's been shooting from from the aisles and and from the locker room and making them without without any effort. Uh, Montel, I think I know who who you was looking for. Who 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 oh, yeah, you cheering you know, for? You know, you know, I was looking for the Warriors, but I'm I'm I like I tell you, and I said again, I'm an official Laker hater. Anybody just play against the Lakers, I'm rooting for. <laughs> I don't care. I, I mean, I, I'm, one, I'm I'm trust me, I'm right now. I'm a Phoenix Suns fan, uh, and if they lose uh, the series, I'm gonna be you over the fan they play after that. He said I, Phoenix I, Suns. I, I'm just not a man. I, you know, and, and you know what? I was thinking about this the other day, man, because I I started hating LeBron when he went to the Lakers. <laughs> okay. I did. I was like, man, I used to be LeBron. Okay, he could play at Cleveland. I ain't a big fan of his, but now I hate him. It's basketball. <laughs> I now humanitarian in person, dude is the bomb. I think he's a yeah. great dude. Yeah. On that basketball court, man, I can't I, I can't stand LeBron. I can't he, stand the Lakers. He so. is he is your your new Robert Ory, isn't he? <laughs> nah, he, he ain't as bad as Robert Ory. I, I can't <laughs> <laughs> Or Ory put it on you, didn't he? When yeah, when yeah, when, yeah, when yeah, he was yeah, raining yeah, them threes back in the yeah, against yeah, the Kings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he beat that King shot, man. That, that 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 killed my spirits for the Kings. But now LeBron is probably close second there. And what's funny, all my boys, Elijah, Joe, White, Elijah Anderson, they they from the Southern California. They big advocate Laker fans, and they and I just can't stand the Lakers, man. I can't <laughs> anybody that plays the Laker. I hope they beat them. I hope they beat them bad. I was hoping they lost last yesterday, day before yesterday. I hope they lose tonight. I hope. I hope LeBron can't play not because he hurt, just he just can't play so we can so Phoenix can win. Whatever <laughs> they need to do to beat the Lakers. What's on your mind, brother? You, you, you all right? Tell us how you feel. You 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 doing, you doing all right? Bruh, what's what's, what's going on in your world? So, so I'm going for how many teams is in the playoffs? It's sixteen. I'm going for fifteen other teams. I'm rooting for fifteen other teams God, to win. There it is. I told I told you I'm gonna throw some salt on these wounds. So this, this was all intentional right now. Yet series with with Phoenix and, and LA is tied up. One to one. Uh, Phoenix was looking pretty dominant that first game. Um, we'll, we'll see how that continues to play out. But I, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a dog in the hunt or whatever other analogies out there. But I, I am a fan of the game, and I'm always a, a fan of the story. So I'm, I'm watching for the end story once it actually gets to closer to uh, who's going to end up taking it all home. But we got some fans out there. And it's causing some problems, and it's it, it's almost it, it's al- it's always been there, but it, it, it's now right. We, we just now starting to try to come out of COVID, and there's only a handful of folks that are in the stands. But now you got you got your boy Russell Westbrook getting hurt, coming out of the of the of the of the game. Somebody's dumping popcorn on him. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. You got your boy Trey Young out there just just dropping threes like Steph from 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 in the garage. Right. He, he's he's just making it rain all over the place. Thunderstorm. And you got folks as soon as he comes back to the bench, you got folks spitting on him. At, 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 I don't I don't understand that piece of fan short fanatics. 
Brother Holland, talk, talk to me about your, your thoughts on, again, j- those are just two current situations that, that we've seen right now, right? The, the guy throwing the, the popcorn on, on Westbrook and, and the fool that was spitting on, on, on Trey Young. Talk, talk to us about kind of what, what you think is the mentality behind the fan slash fanatic and because their team is losing. So I'm going to go out there and, and, and I'm going I'm to kick your, I'm going to kick your wagon. Yeah, it's um entitlement is what they feel. Mm. It's really, really big. They feel entitled because they went and paid this money or paid this ticket that the person need to do or, or act or say exactly like they feel. They should win a game. Um you had the the student that had death threats. Um what college was that? Um because they got knocked out in the first round but was the number one seed. That makes no sense. And for people to take it to that extent, they don't even need to be in the arena. And unfortunately, that happened more often than not. Um, you got players that go to certain cities and they get called the N-word, all kind of things. Um, it's, it's, it's really sad because it's supposed to be for the entertainment. It's supposed to be for sports. But it's certain people that take it to another level for themselves. And they feel they could get away with it because, unfortunately, they have in the past. Wow. They've seen other people do it. Wow, that's, that's um, a good point right there, yeah. Just like with, uh, 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 when Ron Artest was playing for uh, mm-hmm. Indiana, somebody mm-hmm. actually felt like they could disrespect this man and, and call you out your name. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of players now talk about it, places that they go. Um, even Carl Malone, before he came to um, L.A., when he was with Utah, he talked about how it was certain people that was just always on him every single time when he came and played Los Angeles until he actually became that team. And all of a sudden now he's trying to be his friend. Yeah. It's just people feel entitled to it and they take it to another level. Then they get old surprised and upset when they might get a, a legal issues taken up on them. But See, it, it's, see- it, it's mental because they think they just, because they paid this ticket, because this person is wearing the team that they want to, Mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. they need to do exactly what they say and it's not slavery wow that's a that, that's a powerful comment that yeah, you just made right there <laughs> right I, I, would go, I would go i would go let me let me i'll interject yeah no go, go ahead I would go, I would go to the point that i i like fans i don't mind you trash talking me i don't mind you doing any of that things but when you start throwing objects or getting physical with, with me or physical with another with another athlete I think you 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 should accept the you gonna have to accept some repercussions because yeah. popcorn on on Russ that's bad that's very bad that's stupid it's dumb the fan should be ejected and not be allowed to come back to the playoffs so maybe not should be in a, a well, they were a they were he was actually kicked out of the the arena and his season he was a sick season ticket holder and that's been revoked as well so yeah so that's, he, so he's that should gone. be done yeah and that's and rightfully so and Trey Young somebody spitting on him. Uh, Trey Young should the security should either be uh, he should have walked to the dude and just punched him in the face yeah. or late. <laughs> you don't have the right to spit on nobody. Yeah, that's pretty, and, and especially now with COVID, the, it's the fear we are with the breathing, just breathing on somebody. That's a doing whole. Something like, didn't even think. I didn't even think about it. keep keep going on that because that's a whole different point. Yeah, there, right. And you're gonna you gonna sit here and spit on me? That's assault. That's yeah. assault right now. That that should yeah. be considered as assault, and you should be charged accordingly to. I don't know where think you get get you the right to spit on somebody, or think you because if you're spitting on me, you I, I'm that I'm I'm figuring that you're demean you're I'm you're 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 demeaning my character, period. And you know nothing about me but a basketball. I'm playing basketball and I'm beating your team. So me, I think you should be charged with assault. And if I was Trey Young, I would have got up and probably tried to punch you ever in the face. 
That's me. I would have been charged with assault because there's no way you should be able to do that. I think fans need to be able to understand you're a fan to cheer or root yeah. against. And I don't, like I said, I don't mind the trash talking. I don't mind you doing the cutthroat signs. I don't mind you doing all those kind of things. That's okay because it's part of the game what you participate in. But anytime it crosses that line and it starts to get objects thrown or getting physical, then I personally feel athletes should be able to defend themselves. That's a good now, point. Now I don't yeah. we don't I don't want to see every athlete go up in the stands and fight. They shouldn't have to be go there. I hope they don't go and fight. The security should be more better than that. But I believe um one incident that I saw not too long ago and it was on it was on it was on social media. Uh the D B from Mac High, my high school, uh James from Mac High School in, in Oakland that plays for the Ravens. I forgot his name. He's played for the Rams, he played for the Ravens. Uh his his co- he's his coach is a dad at Mac High School. Damn, I can't think of his okay. name. Anyway, a fan was saying something to him and he got up when he was with the Rams, he walked to the stand. We walked into the stands like, "What'd you say to me, homie? What'd you say? What you? What was you talking about?" And the fan shut his mouth mm. right then and there. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name. I, I, if I remember his name during the show, I'll say it again. But I know his dad's the head coach at Mac High School in Oakland. Shout out to Mac High School. Uh, but but he 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 checked the fan, and I think some of these fans need to be checked. They really do. They really need to be checked and understand. You're not going to sit here and and disrespect me and do things to me and cross that line by throwing objects and stuff at me when it's unwarranted because I'm playing a basketball game and I'm beating your team. Yeah. yeah. Man. So, so I, I pulled up the article, the, the most current situation about that fan. And, and yeah, man, I didn't even think about the whole COVID situation, right? I, yeah. And someone's spitting on you right now. So that could be some uh, additional uh, prosecution Charges. type of things for, yeah. for Trey. So according to the statement right now, the, the Knicks released the statement – we investigated the matter and determined that this patron, who is not a season ticket holder, did indeed spit on Trey Young, and for that reason, he is now banned from the Garden indefinitely. We, ap- we apologize to Trey and the entire Atlanta Hawks organization for this fan's behavior. This was completely unacceptable and will not be tolerated in our venue. So, uh, so, so that's being dealt with. But, but again, I, I would not be surprised if we see some something more come out of this. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me let me let me bring this comment up as, as well because. Um, oh, not that one, <laughs> but from Keely, sp- <laughs> speaking as an official, the, the issue is how we've been taught to dehumanize and other the opposition authority at an outlet for our fear and rage. So Keely is a official in, in field hockey. So she sees, again, a lot of emotion, a lot of, of, of real, real, real passionate fans as well in her sport. And she's the one back there coordinating the rules, right? Make, making sure mm-hmm. that the teams are doing what they're supposed to be, the coaches are doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, 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 and again, this is a statement from, from her perspective. So um, if we believe opposing players and officials are human, it's a lot harder to abuse those humans. That yeah, is, is, is an amazing mm. statement right there. Yes. Uh, your guys' thoughts that's on awesome that? Statement. Yeah. I think that's an awesome statement. I think she's absolutely 100% right. I believe um, – you you either look at your team as heroes or enemies, mm. and you think it's That's okay right. for you to be dehumanized and agitate and, and and go at your enemies any way you want to, instead of just instead of you're not looking at them as another human. It's almost like us against you know something else. It's kind of crazy how those fan fanatics kind of act sometimes. But I do believe, like I said, if you cross that line. You should be dealt with. I'm serious. I don't. You you can't do that. I mean, if we're on the basketball court in the street court and we're playing hoop and somebody does that to us, 
Well, you, well, you, you saw you saw Russell's uh, reaction, right? No, yes. no, Ru- Russell, Russell from the, he don't play either. Russell from the straights too, right? So <laughs> well, he was. Well, I think because you cross that line, right? Because you're crossing that line. Yeah, you're, you're definitely gonna you're crossing that line. Where, yeah. like, hold on, man. I mean, at the end of the day, at the, at the end of the day of all these sports, it's a game. It is a game. Yeah. Now they get paid very well for it. They 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 they're, they're there to entertain. They're doing all that, but you do not have the right to cross that line. You just don't have to cross that. You can't can't cross that line at all because. I look at it. You got to treat it like anywhere else. If you're in the streets, yeah. If you cross that line, you, you, you there's a there, there's a consequence when you, you do that. Do this type of thing. You get dealt with. Right? You know. You know. Yeah. You know. What, you, know what, you know what it is. It's it's that liquid courage, though. That what, that plays a part into it too. That's what it is. They they would never. No, some of these fools, and, and I saw the little dude that rolled that threw the popcorn at 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 Russ. Little dude, right? If he hadn't had a few beers in him or a few shots of Jaeger, or whatever, I, I don't know. I'm just assuming now, right? But but but, but that can't be your excuse. I mean, that can't be. But but, but 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 I'm just saying, you know, that that's probably yeah. you know, I'm 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 the guy who bought this little twenty five dollar ticket, you know, yeah. for, for this two and a half hours. What you kind of alluded to, James, right? You no, know, I own you for this two and a half hours, you know, because I, I paid my little twenty five dollars. And, and they do the same thing, just like she said. The referee. Um, I started refing basketball back when I was doing intramural sports at um, Humboldt State. So I, okay. I was doing refereeing for basketball like twenty years. And even as a referee, people kind of get that same type of mentality that they can say what they want to mm-hmm. say any type of way and act in it. It's been times where, because of a kid getting put out <laughs> for having too many fouls, I almost had to <laughs> throw down with a parent. <laughs> hey, so, hey, James, I got a question for you. So, yep. these are really fans. Is does it start? At, is it starting at the youth level and then rising? Because I see. Oh, come on, you know that. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know that. I'm trying to get your perspective. He's better throwing you a softball. Is what he doing? He's throwing you a softball. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He doing so, he so, doing me right now is what he's yeah, doing. Is, is, I mean, I'm serious. Is it starting from that 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 youth and that parent that thinks their kid can do no wrong and is mm-hmm. on you guys as referees, you know, telling you telling you how to do your job because they think their their kid is this this great you know the greatest the greatest thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. Is that going to now they're going to games and being fan? I mean, where do you see that that unruly fan starting from? Um, and, where, uh, and how's it I, I, how's it how's it growing how 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 is that growing like that it's because too like so you're talking about like inner city and people growing up and unfortunately the only way they think they could get out they're not looking at oh let me go to school let me um open up a business to help other kids get into college like um somebody that i know on this show that does or <laughs> somebody um nice going plug. to school and really working hard to um, become a lawyer, become a licensed clinical social worker, to become a psychologist, to become a school teacher. You know what? The only way to get out is if we don't do the drugs, we need to make it in basketball. So my little five-year-old, six-year-old, I got up every single morning at four in the morning. He already lifting weights. He already working out. And then at the age of seven or eight, he go to this game and this coach put him on the bench mm. or the coach don't give him the ball 20 or 30 times because he's headed into the NFL and he's seven. And then you see the parent coming out on the middle of the field, attacking either the referee, attacking the coaches. You could go there. If you had a recording, you could just set it in the middle of the stands and listen to see what the parents are saying about the coaches. They're doing the best they can, and some of them not even getting paid. But it, it does. It starts when they're five, six, seven, eight, nine years old. It's a parent still trying to live their dream 
do it. Wow. Kid. Make it plain, brother. That's my pastor. I always yep. used to say, oh, go ahead right there. Peters. I'm sorry, Marcus yeah, Peters. That's it. Marcus <laughs> Peters is my boy. That's the dude to check that dude in the stand. If we ever get a chance, go to YouTube. Marcus Peters checks that fan in the stand. I don't know if he yep. said something or threw something at him, but he 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 made he sure that fan no more. Yeah, the man that fan ain't gonna do it no more. So I, I believe these unruly fans and these unruly people that are that are kind of coming in this picture. I think that behavior not only started with the entitled people that are spending their money, mm. it's also trickling it down to these colleges, high school, and even youth level. Yep. That that have a, that's where the social impact is coming in of those unruly. That's starting to happen all the way down to that level, and really at the youth level is getting bad because we even saw that one clip. I think it went viral about that one dad that slapped the kid or hit his kid or something mm. like that after a game. Oh, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Um, because he didn't do right or something. So he yeah. saw the kid was he didn't play, I guess the kid didn't play well or something, and he popped him in the, he popped him in the head. Mm. It's just getting crazy, man. I think it's really – that's bad parenting for one, right. number one. And number right. two, um, I think those types of behaviors are more – becoming more and more accepted in our youth, and that behavior is like trickling down from, from, from every level, entitled – uh, all the way down to every kind of sports level, these these fans are really becoming crazy. I, I, crazy, it's become crazy. Yeah, and see the, the penalties got to be really harsh though to get it stopped. Um, yes, out here in Bakersfield, um, we had two teams. Um, I believe it was Wasco and I forget the other team, but they man, they got into it so bad that both teams cleared each side. Parents even came down into the stands. They. It was actually the whole tape was looked at. People had legal issues come up against them and legal um, uh, legal findings from the whole tape. So it was parents and also kids from both sides because it got that bad. The parents joined in. Wow. Wow. You, 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 you're bringing up some interesting points and some great points as well. And I want to bring this up because this is a good, good statement here. When you feel disempowered, you lash out at symbols who make you feel helpless. James, mm-hmm. the social worker, is part of the force of people helping teach us how to deal with these feelings better. Keely hit it right on the spot. So, again, awkward conversations that you got to have because it's happening. And, and, and there, there is, I don't want to say there's rhyme to reason, but there is there is method to, to get out of the funk, right? We, we, we can correct these situations and, and we can do, we can do better. It does not make sense. It's absolutely incorrect for folks to be spitting on folks, throwing stuff on folks, having parents and teachers and, and family and kids and siblings go, coming out of the stands because Man. someone else scored other touchdown. That, 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 that home, home training thing, right? I'm, I'm old school. Exactly. James, I'm 51 too, brother. So look, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm from the East Coast. Look, my family is Virginia. So, you know, we know about, you know, home training and, and you do what you're That's supposed right. to do and you speak what you're supposed to. And I, I, but I, everybody I played a part in that, though, back in the day. Everybody. Yeah. So, like, growing up, uh, if I was at a line down the street, the neighbor had the right yes, sir. <laughs> to put look, me back in line. I've been there. I've been there. I remember. I think my dad is watching coach. right now, so he. Yeah. <laughs> um, my high school coach, that also too, that's where with me still coaching. Um, I try to instill that as well with the kids. But we um was going to a CF championship. Mm-hmm. We had the state champion back to back in the one hundred as a running back. Okay. He missed two practices just because he the man. Coach did not play him in the CF championship. Okay. So little things like that kind of in really build character in a person to take away that entitlement. 
Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I mean, gotcha. you guys are right, man. It's, it's, it takes a village. And I think that village nowadays in today's society is no longer there. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to mind their own business and not and not help or not not seek out the things that are wrong or not correct the wrongs in people when they're doing them, especially whenever. And then we can we start to have this unruly behavior. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm the same age as you guys when you're younger. Though I'm gonna throw that out. There. <laughs> a, little, a little young buck coming here. Go go ahead, but, brother. But, but you know, light light skin privilege, baby. Light yeah, that's what privilege. it is. That's what it, I, I thought. That you said it. But 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 but, but, but I, I believe uh, you know the. There is a lack of discipline in today's society. There are there's things that are different from when we grew up. I mean, nowadays, like they said, they, they can't spank your kids no more for discipline reasons. Yeah. You know, and I believe I believe there's a, you know you don't beat your kids, you don't abuse your kids, but I do believe there, there should be a discipline there. You don't come. I didn't come making in before the streetlights came on. Ooh, Moms didn't play that. That's not a good you night know? for you. Yeah, yeah. So I believe w- that's been broken, but I think it's been broken in several ways. Not only we've been. We we used to be a coast culture to say it takes a village and we would help raise our kids and everything. It's gotten so bad where if one thing goes wrong or people are so sue happy or they want to change all these kind of rules on how you can raise your kids, it's made that village individuals. And everybody Definitely. just looks out the door, which is sad, which has led to this unruly behavior as far as my I'm concerned in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Yeah. And and I, I think a lot of it is, well, some of it is due to stuff like this technology everyone's everyone's walking around with a thousand dollar phone in their pocket right so i can i can take a a very clear picture of you doing something that you probably know you shouldn't be doing i can take a video of you and in two minutes i can send it to cnn fox nbc whomever right and and you could be subject to getting fired you could be subject to getting arrested and again, I, I could be sitting down in the park. I can see you doing something. I can see you kicking the dog or kicking the bird or whatever. And I can film that and, and I can say whatever I want to say. And and that's some of where the society has gone to as well. And and it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, on that same note, just like um, Kevin Hart, it came out and said, um, unfortunately, nowadays with social media, you make a comment on somebody's post. Mm-hmm. And people taking that as it's God, as it's the word, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And people believing that. So, again, that's another way that we se- separate one another. And, of course, like you hear, if you separate the masses, you keep them in their place, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> you break up that community, oh, nobody gets ahead. They can't get to that level where you at, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. That, that, I mean, that, that was... That was... Worthy conversation and, and a worthy topic because again we 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 touched on some things that I, I didn't actually think that we would go into which 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 is good but um real quick James your your thoughts on on kind of the elevator pitch how do you think we correct some of that behavior right because because we talked about yeah, yeah, in the past it wasn't necessarily like that we didn't see a lot of it because uh, we had that quote unquote home training. Um, and, and Keely was talking about, again, folks in your profession, which rightfully so are helping to uh, educate people to act right, be better. But but how do we how do we make that, uh, I, I guess, expand? How, how do we how do we accelerate the fact that, you know, what you can't be out there throwing popcorn on folks. You can't be throwing water on folks. You can't be spitting. Um, that, that, that's. Do we do we start making examples of folks and, and, and lock them up when, and or. or what I, I don't I just I think I, it's just more um it's more education and it starts from the home um it's more of leading by example 
So when you got more people mm. that's actually doing that and acting that way, other people think it's okay. Um, but if mm. you got a parent that's telling you what's right from wrong and this is what you do and this is what you don't do, you grew up a different way. We just touched on it a little bit, talking about as far as how old we are and how we were brought up. And that just wouldn't even cross our mind True. to do something like that to somebody else at a game or just in, as a person. Um, so I think a lot of it is more of um, education, but the parents actually raising the kids that way and having that community again, um, building stronger communities, uh, having the kids a positive role model to look up to compared to somebody, I just say not so positive, but um, to look up to and shown how to be a man, shown how to be mm. a woman, mm -hmm. um, but in a correct way. So giving them that opportunity, actually also being themselves not to lose themselves, but showing them right for wrong. That's the only way we're going to change things. And you got to have people in even, I'll take it to another level with government actually portraying that too. Because when you see somebody that you elected in a certain position act in a certain way and get away with it, why can't you do it? It was um uh oh, it was a little thing that went on Facebook like <laughs> years ago, and I know I just talked about social media, but it had the breakdown of um about three hundred crimes, and it was saying uh, like a certain number that uh. uh uh, committed petty theft for a certain number that did um, um, robberies. Well, not robberies, but a certain number that, um, as far as got wrong businesses, but a lot of different crimes and just numbers by it. And at the top of it, the question was, <clears throat> which one do you think this is? Is it the NBA or is it the NFL? And it was wow. about three hundred crimes. It was, and each crime, I mean, it was about three hundred people in it, and about maybe ten different crimes, twenty, thirty some, in each one of them. But you would be amazed at what the answer was. Some people said NFL. Some people said NBA. And then the bottom is said, no, this is your U.S. Congress. <laughs> so in a sense, <laughs> it, it showed that if you <laughs> if you have been through something, you could change your life and make it. But it yeah. also showed that what are what is the role models we're looking at? That's that's pretty telling right there because yeah you you think the folks that well we we can go into that discussion as well but that that's definitely a show for another <laughs> day but but uh, that that's a that's a telling point right that's definitely a telling point you know the folks that we elect to to represent us from a government perspective out there acting a the fool as well and you know the last dude that was that was in the building I I, I don't mention his name in in my house but uh, y'all y'all know who we talk about but. Um, Acting a fool, but uh, home yeah, training. Yeah. It, it, I mean, some some things just are kind of that simple. Common sense, home training, just exactly. the, the golden rule. Treat each other with respect. Let's let's end the NBA on on a good note. Let talk to me about your <laughs> about your your MVP picks. Irregardless of <laughs> irregardless of if they're not playing anymore, they can, they can still win the, the MVP. And don't, and, and don't be biased, brother. Don't 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 be biased. I I, I kind of yeah, you know, I, I want to bring some joy back From into the conversation. And the things that he did Talk to us. Team, huh? It got uh, to be curing to me. From his numbers and the things that he did, not being biased, but um, 
it was a stat that went across once where he broke the record for the most 30 point plus games in a row. Um, he was helping her other people out. He, he did his thing. Uh, of course he broke his only other record again with, um, uh, three pointers. I mean, but he, one other thing that to me, again, I watched him a lot. He actually helped elevate some of the people that never would have had a chance. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you got some Atlanta folks over here trolling, you know, like, okay, here we go. You got, you got, you got these, these, these Georgia boys over here trolling. I'm just going to leave that alone. Martel, talk to us, brother. Who you, who you, who you got? Oh, you, I, man, I, we didn't discuss this already. I I like Curry. Yes, Curry you do. MVP, but I know my boy, tall boy, Talk about the international game and Joker. Joker should be the guy. Don't pay attention uh, to him. He's not. He's not on yeah, camera yeah. right now, so we're not talking. He, he is just yeah. a. Embiid is is third in line, I believe. But I mean, it's just hard to argue with what Steph did this year. Yeah. To me, the impact he had in the game. I mean, again, he's he's changing the game by with the three point. Yeah. He's a little dude. Um, he, he goes amongst the trees. He took a team that basically really didn't really have very much talent on there. And brought him to almost to that to the, to getting them into the playoffs. Um, he's been he's carrying the team by himself. I mean, he's been carrying the team offensively by himself the whole year for a long time. Uh, yeah, and, and, and he just did, he was just doing and, and he did amazing things the whole way. They just run out of gas. We all would love to see him, see what he could have did in the playoffs because we know with him, he's a guy that can go for forty at any night, any given thing, and change the whole the whole game. But um, as far as the regular season MVP, it's. It's hard to argue that Steph is not the MVP, in my opinion. Uh, you, you <laughs> what get, about you, my brother? No, I mean, you know what? Again, I I, I am very neutral. I am very uh, right in the middle on this. Moderate. I I agree. Right. No no one has caused more more noise with what they're doing out there for someone who you would think is undersized. But but again, cutting. Uh, c- coming out there, make, making these ridiculous shots, these circus shots, to be honest with you, and 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 freezing the defense with with some of the with some of the the, the ball control he's got. I I I love him and I love Kyrie just for their for their handle, right? I I I, I, get, I love watching Kyrie like a like a Picasso out there, just 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 breaking down the defense and and and, and doing some things. And and Curry does it as well. And um, he he's he's my he's my. If I had a vote, he would be. Wait 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 wait. How you gonna put us on the hook and you ain't gonna put yourself on the hook? I, I, <laughs> hey, I don't wanna hear about Picasso. I don't wanna hear about no Picasso paintings. Watch it, watch, watch this. Watch this. Let, let, let me let me take them off screen right quick. See that, that that's why I can act a that's fool, wrong. right? Because I'm the one right back here behind behind the camera right here. No, no. I I I'll, I'll go ahead and put my, my my money where my mouth is. I, I think Curry is going going to pull it okay, out as well. There we go. That's he, what he, I'm talking about. Hey, <laughs> you know what? Another sad part is everybody's so used to Russell Westbrook doing triple doubles that this people not even yeah. really talking about him that much as yeah. MVP. You got to yeah. really he not like on anything. That's just who he is and how his work ethic and how hard he pushed to be getting triple doubles every single game. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I, I, man, I, 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 I was, I echo other guys that are being mentioned in the conversation. Definitely Russ. <laughs> I think Damon, Damon Lillard, Dame Lillard. Yeah, Dame. Trey Young. Yeah, yeah. Trey Young, Trey Young in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, we, we got a troll out there. Go put put your recommendation and put your nomination out there, brother. You know, yeah. Yeah, who you going for, Tom? <laughs> but but I do but I do I, like I said man I think I think it, it should go Steph and Joker one and two, uh, Joker Joker's have 
the guy don't look like he can play basketball. He don't look like he can get up yeah. in the morning, but yeah. is a beast. Yeah. He's unstoppable in the middle. No. Um, the no. guy, and he played a hell of a year. I think if Embiid wouldn't have got hurt, we'd be mentioning yeah. him in this conversation because his game has just got, gotten better and better. But obviously, it's between those three. Mm-hmm. But I think Curry just has so much more of an impact. And I'm not going to say not Duke, uh, Luke, Luca from D- Luke, Dallas. Ooh, he's been Luca's, Luca's a bad man, too. Luca's, Luca's a bad man. It, I mean, um, he's killing it right now. And he's he's killing the Clippers, you know, by himself. Yes. So um, I, it, it the MVP is it, obviously he said California bias. It is subjective, man. We I got to represent where, where I'm at. But I think he's just, <laughs> I just think I think dude is just the baller. He's just balling on out of control. It's true. Uh, in the regular season, he was just going crazy. Uh, I don't see nobody. No one else is doing what Steph did. No one. No, no. one. I mean. No one's doing what Russ did. I like the guys that are doing things that nobody else is doing, and no one was doing what Joker did. I man, I look at Joker, and you be like, man, he look like that big old dude. That just he just what he do, right? You look at him like I don't know what he. You are not supposed to be out here on the basketball court, but okay, yeah. you you nine feet tall, and you you still got he, some movement. Man, he like don't look like he can, yeah, dude. He don't look like he can jump. He don't look like he can do anything. But Killing he. And the one thing he can't do, he can't be stopped on that basketball court, that is which true. is crazy. To me. That is true. Which that is, is crazy true. to me. So, um, I I like to see what them see. Like Steph regular season MVP, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to be the playoff MVP, right? In the in the championship MVP, that's going to be a more interesting conversation because all the players is in the game right now for the playoff MVP. It was going to be the championship, and right now that's the conversation we should be having. Who's going to be that person? And obviously that person comes with who's going to start winning and winning and winning yeah. the more they advance. So I'm hoping Dame Lillard shows up, man. I'm a big Dame fan. Yeah. I think Dame, Dame's a baller on the West Coast. And then from the East guys, right now, man, I'm I'm going to tell you right now who I like a lot that no one ever talks about is Tobias on Philadelphia. That's that yeah. dude. That, mm. Tobias is the right unsung hero on Philadelphia. He scores 20 a night. He don't say too much. He's their backbone to scoring on Philadelphia. Him and Embiid do, do their thing. And when Embiid is there, Tobias is still put up his 20 points. And that's why you see them where they're at right now. Everybody knows the big three and New Jersey is going to do their thing. Um, yeah, but Harris they, is on that team. And who's that? I, really talk about Harris. I think that's Harris. That's on oh, that yeah, team. Yeah. The, uh, he for shoot, the next. Out. Yeah, yeah, he shoot your lights out over there. Uh, I think it's Joe Harris, right? Joe Harris? Uh, yeah, he's yeah, the first yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a baller too. Um, I mean, it's, just, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting playoffs, but I think and Jan, Noah's talking about Giannis. Giannis is still doing his thing from Milwaukee. No, um, not 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 yet. Not this year. Not not yet. Right. I don't think he's going. I'm not going to think he's going to win it. But we're talking about in the playoffs, who's doing dynamic things. Those guys are still doing dynamic things in the playoffs. MVP of the regular season is Steph. Yes. Put a stamp on it. Done. Uh, Done. Now, when we go to the playoffs, now we got a whole other second season. Who's going to get that? Who's going to be to get down? And those guys are all the major players in it. Yeah, because even D Rose is actually playing again. (laughs) (laughs) The resurrection of Derrick Rose. The (laughs) resurrection. East Coast something, but no, I'm straight. Yeah, no, it it ain't ain't gonna happen. We'll we'll talk about that next time. We'll we'll see as we get closer and deeper into the playoffs. Uh, Let's let's go ahead, Um, Tall Boy. Don't don't be out because we you know we saved the NFL for last. Don't don't be out like Julio, but uh, Julio. Yeah. Yeah. Per- perfect timing for the comments. I'm bringing up on the great, perfect that's timing. Great, that's a great, great segue into it. <laughs> uh, Julio Jones, I'm through with them Falcons. I'm through. He he want to go someplace else. He's uh, and uh, 
couple of his 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 compadres, you know, the folks that he rolled with. Um, I'm God, dog, I can't think of his name right now. Why, why did I? The cast, of, the cast of the Titans, the Titans. Uh, I forgot his name, but uh, the dudes on the Titans are the ones yeah. trying to entice to come yeah. there. But but I, I really and James is gonna love this. I know he's gonna love this. He's gonna get a smile right when I say this. <laughs> Julio Jones would be a, a great addition to the Raiders. Yeah, definitely. Boy. He will be. <laughs> But you guys, I mean, you got to hear my point strategically for football reasons. Why? One, he's going to a great market in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Two, two, they love the vertical ball in, in there. Julio's probably one. He is the best vertical ball guy when he play when he's playing because he averages over 100 catches. Um, Raiders have enough to give up beyond that second round pick that they want or whatever they want to go to Atlanta. They mm-hmm. have a lot more to be able to give up for him to be able to end up in that end up in that team. But mm-hmm. the only th- the difference is. Julio wants to go to a winner and a playoff contender right now. I don't think yeah. the Raiders is in that position right now. Um, that's the only that's the only difference that, that's there. Um, but Julio, just like Aaron Rodgers, mm. peace out. They are they trying to get out of this. Aaron Rodgers is in Hawaii right now, and and the Green Bay Packers are losing their mind because they can't reach the dude. He is drinking Mai Tais and, and having luau's. And I, I saw some photos. Look, the man ain't thinking about them Green Bay Packers, and they are losing their mind. His <laughs> wife on the West Coast too, right? Yeah, yeah she's like, yeah. She's Hollywood, yeah. So, so, so that, that's that's the news right now because where they fall because you know the big names, especially man, when Julio said, you know, I'm through, and, and finally went public with that. Everyone's now again starting to get 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 curious, and where they, I would love to see him in Pittsburgh. Shouts out to my Steelers. You know, I, I ain't want my terrible towel out because we we could use, <laughs> I could use some more weapons uh, in in, <laughs> in, yeah, in oh, my line. Well, hey, but you guys got a really good one in Najee Harris, man. Yeah, Najee, yeah. really good peoples too, man. He I'm, not, back I'm not gonna turn down. I'm not gonna turn down Julio Jones though. Look, look, <laughs> if, if, if Julio come knocking at the door, we are gonna let him in. Man, that's right. <laughs> we gonna let what, him in. What, what? Big Ben, Big Ben, grandfather, oh, old man. Oh, there we go. No need Ben's. He needs hold, all the help he can get, on. so I know you wouldn't turn him down. Hold on. Let me, let, I'm going to throw this out again. Here we go. I'm talking uh, about my own, dude. <laughs> I'm repurposing re, re comments. <laughs> There's no way. But, I mean, uh, you, we know, man, Julio, Julio's going to – I mean, they're talking about he's going to end up in Tennessee. I can't see how Tennessee – they're saying that he, they, they only need uh, – Atlanta's saying they only want a second round for him. I don't. I'm not buying that because Julio's one. He's worth the first first round. I know he's. I know he's at the age of I believe 29 to 30 years old. So he's still, but he's still got three or four more good years in him yep. and very productive years. Julio on a bad season is gonna have 50 catches right now on a bad season, which is better than a lot of people in, in the NFL right now. Mm. I can't see. I can't see some team giving up either a late first rounder and something else consideration to give him. And not a lot of teams have that right now in their cap to be able to do that. Got to also remember, not only just a trade for him, Julio's got to defend under the cap space those teams have. Yes. Those teams have, which is that's the bigger issue. It's not what they're going to trade for him, trade in the second rounder for him or late first rounder. It's wherever he goes, can they get him up underneath the cap? Um, that's where I think the, where the bigger the bigger issue is. And I can't see where he wants to land in Tennessee. That's where that's going to be out of place because Derrick Henry just got paid. He just got paid. Man. So um, I'm, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see where he lands. But I'm gonna tell you right now, wherever he lands, that's kind of a that's the change in the guard or maybe who can lead. I mean, I'm interested in him. So he's got some options. It's just gonna be where they can fit him in that cap room and where he wants to go. 
Mm-hmm. Let me let me ask you guys both this before we move on, and 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 this is something that's in relation to this, and I want to talk more about the NFL and about football, and you know, but we we got a comment right about Shannon Sharp and and how that conversation between he and Julio played out. I have not look. I, I've been focused on a lot of other things, and 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 I missed part of a story, unfortunately. So um, uh, forgive me, I'm human. Do, but do you guys know about what, what's happened with that conversation between Shannon and, and Julio and, and kind of how, I, I, I know there were some repercussions that came out of that and, and Shannon is, is, is not uh, being seen in the, in the best light right now. And uh, uh, just, just wondering if you guys had any insight about what happened I, I, there. I think I know it came on this podcast, right? That Team Shay Shay podcast, um, I believe the conversation came out of, um, but I don't know what you're upset about. I mean, he, he asked the direct questions. I think the direct questions were answered and it kind of leaked on his podcast instead of, um, him going to the front office or whatever, or him letting Atlanta know however they're supposed to do it. But day and these days, these days now, everything gets leaked on social media before it gets to where it's supposed to go anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I'm, I'm not sure why he's, he's looking at it being looked at as a negative light because somebody announced something on the show that, you know, he he doesn't want to be a part of Atlanta anymore. Um, and that's funny that they, they're attacking Shannon Sharp on that same conversation when Adam, when the dude broke the news about what's the name, uh, Aaron Rodgers, right before the draft when he gave him a phone call. So mm. he didn't, mm. Aaron Rodgers didn't tell Green Bay first he was leaving. He told Adam Shetler first. So why aren't you pissed at Adam Shetler, but now you pissed off at Shannon Sharp? That's a double standard in, 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 our, in the media world. You know, why are you mad at Shannon Sharp, but you're not mad at Adam Chandler for breaking the news? Interesting. Interesting. Either question, one of them yeah. the front office first. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently what, what, what is going on and exactly what, what you were saying, right? Um, Shannon is being fined a couple thousand dollars, uh, maybe sure. some jail time for uh, it is not clear if Jones knew he was speaking live on the show and the Falcons had no prior knowledge of the interview taking place. Uh, it was also reported that the team could speak on could seek an on-air apology. Since California is a two-party consent state, when it comes to capturing phone conversations, Sharp could be in some trouble of his own. Both Sharp and Jones would need to know that the call would be aired and recorded, and with Jones not knowing he was live, Sharp could face a misdemeanor charge for violation of California Penal Code. Um, wow. So so that's, that's uh, right on. Outside of the scope of, of the man wanting to go to another team, now now we got legal ramifications for having the conversation on a podcast. And and again, that's what we as content creators, we're out there trying to get the story. Who um Shannon Sharp is out there just trying to get the thing. Yeah, we all know we we're in California. We know you're not supposed to be recording anybody. When you go on Zoom now, you, there's there's a notice that says this meeting is gonna be recorded. Do you wanna stay on it? Or do you wanna leave? That kind of thing. But that's almost a distraction now, but but again, that that's a relevant distraction because that that's now part of the discussion and part of the of the story. So, but but I got a question. So so now with that being with that being, oh go ahead, Jay, well, James. I'll let you comment real quick. With that being now happening, that he I guess Julio's claiming he did he wasn't being recorded. Or he didn't know it being recorded. Is it because Julio's now being in trouble, getting investigated by the lead and getting invested by? his own organization because he leaked that information without talking to them first. I mean, there's always a backlash or something. While I'm saying who was bringing this up. Sorry about that. That's what the article said. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. That's, I think that's more what it is. Um, In my opinion, 
opinion. Hey, but hey, hey, Hicks, I want to I want to kind of change this conversation and ask James' uh, uh, opinion on the Deshaun Watson situation. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> give 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 um, some back give some background on him for folks who aren't well, we aware. Well, you know, Deshaun Watson situation as far as um, we didn't just completely pivoted off sexual. of we didn't just completely pivoted off of. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. That's that's not. Go, I hey, mean, you know, let's, stay, let's talk stay about Deshaun no. <laughs> Watson more. Yeah, yeah, Deshaun Watson is more of I think more of a, a, a something we could talk about that's more impactful too. Talk to me how you know, impactful for people to understand. Mm. Deshaun Watson situation, you know, the sexual assaults with the all the masseuses and all that other good stuff, or all that other stuff that he was doing, um, allegedly, allegedly doing um, that impact now with the Texans. Now, the Texans are are they? Does he? Are he, I'm, so my question is: Is he allowed to play? Should he be allowed to play with no. the situation going on? Or no, so can, because of all the things going on. Yeah, I'll say two names, and let's see if these people were allowed to still do their business and play. Robert Kraft, mm-hmm. um, and mm. it was a quarterback. What was his name? He played at Tennessee. He won a a, 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 a championship with Indianapolis and Denver. Um, Peyton Manning. Oh, that's his name. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you, um, you, 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 them two names. It was certain situations that happened with them. Peyton Manning back in Tennessee. Supposedly, mm-hmm. I don't just want to say it too much. I'm, I don't know if you guys remember, remember about yeah. it. Um, decided to put his stuff out there to somebody that was taking care of him as a trainer. Mm-hmm. Robert Kraft in and out of the different things and uh, uh, <laughs> same masseuse parlors and stuff. Mm-hmm. So now you got the Texans who let J.J. White go freely. <laughs> but then when Deshaun Watson wanted to go, oh, no, 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 and now all, this, all of these other things are coming up. So, but, but, I don't but know. My question, I, I, my question is, but now that they got him, because he can't go nowhere because nobody's touching him. No one's touching Deshaun that's Watson. Right. The team. Do the Texans say, okay, are we letting them play? Or are we let? or no, you can't play. You got to go deal with that legal matters first. Because I, I haven't heard anything about he's sitting out the year or he's not trained. I haven't heard any that's, mumbles or mumbles any of that yet. That's because so they're gonna let him play. They're gonna let him play because the the bottom line with with the organization and the team, you're trying to win the game. Unfortunately, that's gonna take precedent. That's why they ain't came out and said it. That as far as my thoughts, they gonna end up letting him play. Wow. Yeah. That's a good point. That's that's a decent point, and and this is an interesting social comment statement here from uh, from Tallboy as well, right? You know, I mean, it's um, almost a double standard. So, yeah, so I'm, I think again, that, that's a real. You think he's gonna play? I, I I'm trying to figure out that situation is just real. It's, it's it, first it was sketchy all the way from the beginning. You know, like all these allegations came out right when he was saying, "I'm not coming back. I'm not gonna play." You know, I'm done, and then. All of a sudden, they, you know, they're like, "Hey, with all these allegations come out." I've always said, and, and 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 James Hicks knows. I think the team holds some responsibility for that, and this is here why I say the team. I think holds responsibility for that. The team investigates and knows things that are going on with their players, especially the superstar players. They have constant security, constant investigation was going on. I know in on their on the record, they gave Deshaun Watson a massage table for him to take home or take whatever. So if you know this man is being accused and these allegations are going, 
and you give him a massage table to take home to do whatever, that's kind of more encouraging or enticing the situation. And then two, once they heard about the situation once, once they heard about it twice, once they heard about it three times, how come them as a Texas organization didn't intervene and have the discussion with Deshaun, Deshaun to say what is going on to nip this in the bud instead of now ballooning it up to these 40 or 50 allegations? Because mm. they know. Those teams know. And NFL teams know what is going on with their players. They even know when a player says an, an, a, a racial comment at a concert. They did it with the guy in Philadelphia. Right. They know when their players are, 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 are involved in illegal activities or subjected to illegal activities. Mm-hmm. They know what's going on. You mean to tell me they didn't know nothing about any of these allegations through all these women? Since If you turn your cheek and there's a crime and you know there's a crime going on, you're just as guilty as the person who's committed the crime because you did nothing to stop it. How come they, the Texans aren't held accountable to anything that Deshaun Watson is doing with all these counts? From your perspective, James, Holland? Man, that's a good point because it's all about, again, for some of these people and some of these teams is putting the best players out there on the field and winning the game. So they're going to try to keep it um, under wraps, so to speak. And then once – you try to speak up as yourself to get something. For example, he wanted to go ahead and get a trade. You know what? We finna release this stuff we got on you because we're going to keep you where we want to keep you, if you know what I mean. Um, knowing the background, knowing the things that they're going through, and you kind of building up <laughs> a tab, so to speak, that I can use later on against you if I need to when you decide to think your own way. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. This is uh, we we pivoted and went a whole different direction. <laughs> this this Deshaun Watson thing is not rightfully so though. But, it's not going away, right? Because yeah, then, right, but like Martel said, why now? Why did it just finally yeah. come out now when he's had that? He he hasn't changed. He he was that way from day one. Yeah. But I'm saying the, the allegations have been there. They've been there. I mean, exactly. The, one of the people said they wrote. I think one of the the ladies try to extort them or one of the people I think the Texans made, made a comment to the Texans about this situation. His masseuse, his personal masseuse that they quit even knew about his, 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 his indiscretions with these, with these women. So all these people knew, and you mean to tell me a, a multi-billion dollar industry that monitors its employees big time under microscopes. Yeah. Don't know. I'm saying if they knew and they did nothing about it, how come they're not held accountable as well? They should be. Said, there should be some accountability on their part, in my opinion. No, agree. So agree. I'm not. I'm not sure. It just sounds like no. Everyone's saying Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson did those things, rightfully so, the law should handle it, and he should be dealt with in in the in the proper manner. I'm saying, not only is Deshaun Watson should be under under investigation, why aren't the Texans being under investigation as too by not doing anything to correct that, that correct correct that behavior? That's I, I, right. I would anticipate or I would hope that there is just some stuff going on behind the scenes that we as the, you know, the Monday morning quarterback or as the, as the fan outside person looking in doesn't see that just someone's paying, you know, some, someone on the finance side is paying it off to keep it quiet. But I, I would, I would, I don't, I don't have a lot of hope and, and, and faith in some, some things within the, the system, but I, I would hope that this is actually is, is being dealt with as, as well. Some kind of how, some kind of way, and maybe there'll be a story about it uh, because one other story and, and, and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up on this that Montel, you and I have talked passionately about is that Seahawks linebacker 
that beat his girlfriend, uh, unconscious, was all caught on camera, all caught on video, and why that situation wasn't fully investigated, fully um, uh, you know put through the legal through the legal system and things like that. Maybe it has, maybe it wasn't. Maybe again, maybe. He, his his people paid to keep it quiet. Who knows? Maybe he's sitting behind bars right now. We don't know that. But but again, that that's another thing, right? Again, when when you got big financial organizations and you got a lot of money being being involved, you can pay to keep stories quiet. You you can pay to keep things out of the spotlight. But hopefully, something like that, something like this, the whole Deshaun Watson thing and and the whole organization thing is being dealt with by by somebody. So, somebody with, with with the right heart and someone with the, with the right mentality to make sure that that justice is done for for all parts and and innocent till proven guilty. What you know, all all, all those acronyms or things like that. So uh, I just threw that out there to, to ramble because because again, I, I've been in front of a camera for about eight hours today. So who knows what I'm talking about? I apologize. No, actually, um, if I I go with you on that one a little bit because yeah. think about even with Ray Lewis, um. Different things that happened. Jeez, he, was still, he, kept, yeah. he still kept playing. He's, he got two Super Bowl rings. It's, mm-hmm. it's, so when organizations got money to shut people up and been doing it for years, that's kind of what they do. They think money just cure everything, and then you can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's only the people that's at that level. That's like that face of their franchise, or the people that's going to make the money the most for that team. Mm-hmm. If it starts to deal with my money, Ooh. then that's when all of a sudden these things come up all yeah. of a sudden uh the person's history or somebody unfortunately somebody start to really look into it and then legal actions might happen but it's so many situations um where the money just hushed everything up and that was part of nfl it used to be a um um a show on uh i want to say oh hbo it was a, a football show where they were depicting oh i just forgot the name of it they were depicting I'm sorry. Was it Ballers? I think the- it was Ballers, or, or right before Ballers. No, it was before Ballers. It was a different one, but um, they were depicting exactly how the NFL was. Okay. And it got taken off. It was before Ballers. Okay. Um, Because it was, to me, depicting too much of what really was going on. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of it, but I remember one episode where um, it was a a, a running back that he had a problem with drugs and one of the guys on the team met him off behind the, uh, um, their facility. Didn't know that area was actually had a camera, but the guy begged him and begged them to get him, um, some drugs. Cause he was just going through a fit. He hmm. got it to him. It was film. This player was coming up for his contract later. And it came out that he was actually, um, gay. Okay. When the team found that out, they told him if he come out and say that, cause he was about to say it, they were actually going to put that video out. Wow. It was in it, its other situations where they were showing um, parties where they were had like these married players was out doing their thing mm-hmm. um, with different women, all kind of things here and there in the parties, all the different drugs and things. But that show maybe lasted about six months to a year before it got pulled. It, it really got pulled because of it. To me, it was really depicting things that go on. Um, Man, I, I I hate to bring this up, but uh, just to show you too what you get from things. Um, back in the day, like what was it? Oh, after college, maybe about one or two years after college, I know James Traps. 
whole career. He played for uh, uh, Raiders and the Ravens. He was a nickelback. But anyway, I went to a club in uh, Pasadena, California, mm. and the line was huge. It was long. So just to show you what you get just if you was a player. Um, coming up, to, I had maybe about 20 people in line with me. I went up to the front, and I was like, man, how are we going to get away from this line? I don't want to get in there. So I said, you know what? I'm James Trapp. And the person at the door was like, okay, you still got to wait. The owner came out. And I guess he was a fan of James Trapp. And he said, somebody out there said that they James Trapp. I showed him my ID and had my uh, finger. I never forget this finger over my last name. And he just saw James. He believed me. It was $30 a head that night. Yeah. Everybody got in free. They put us in a little VIP room. As I was leaving, a minor league team that I was playing on, about 30 players in line. I also got them in free just <laughs> because supposedly I was playing football. Crazy. So you, you've given... You, you put these people on a pedestal and you let them do almost anything they want. That entitlement again, it's just, it's, and then all of a sudden, if again, it affects the money, that's when all of a sudden this history of stuff come out. That is insane. That's, that's, you, you, first of all, you done snuck in the club. How come I wasn't in with you so I, so I can get in the club with you? But um. it's a, Oh, so on top of that, it's a player's card because the guy asked me, did you have your player's card? I said, oh, no, I left it at the hotel. This is oh, yeah. back in the day, though. I, I changed. I changed. Uh, uh. <laughs> that was back in your trifling days, right, when, when you was out there running the streets. Um, Folks, I, I'm I'm getting some behind the scenes uh, insight. Apparently, your boy Kwame is on YouTube right now, responding oh. to Stephen A. Smith uh, and and his statements on ESPN. I'm not going to put that on the screen right now because I'm sure your boy Kwame is dropping some three letter words, four letter words, and some other things. Um, but uh, we we will continue the conversation. Uh, Oh boy, no, we're not. We're not talking about Dominique right now. We 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 actually gonna gonna leave it to where we had it. Uh, we appreciate you chiming in and providing your 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 backseat driving. It's just nothing but love for you, but so we we, we appreciate that. Um, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm selfishly I'm I'm falling because because again, like I say, I've been I've been on screen for for about six hours today, so. Uh, Montel, I need to teach you how to how to, how to produce these shows. So so when when I start drifting like this, I I can have you at, at, out in the driver's seat, yeah, doggy. Um, close, closing remarks, though, man. I mean, this this was a it's a great show, right? We 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 had a handful of things that we want to talk about, and and Mr. Holland, you you came in with with a with a with a great perspective, and, it, and again, it gave us some things to think about again from 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 mindset. And from uh, and from uh, I mean, just just how you're dealing with society and things like that. So appreciate you coming on, man. Really, would, oh, it's a blessing. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm almost stepping. I know Montel has probably told you, but man, look, you you got the link now to the studio. And anytime, oh yes, sir. Uh, you you come come through. I'll, I'll let you in now. Some some other folks <laughs> who have the link, I'm, I'm not gonna let them. I'm not gonna let them in the front door. But 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 but, but you can definitely come in. You know, again, uh, see and see 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 what I mean. Look, look at that. Understand? You got some sleep, team. No sleep. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to that dog. I'm trying to. Uh, <laughs> and see see she knows this 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 my fan man. Look, I I love this woman right here. God, she she understands exactly what I'm going through right now. My Tell talk to us, brother. How you, how you living? You think we, we did okay? Uh, no, nah, everything's good, man. I just think thank you, James, man, for coming on the show, man. 
bless us with your perspective on things. I think we want to kind of give our audience a, a, a new new perspective on things, especially from someone that's in the profession and how people look at things. Um, you touched on entitlement, which was I think was a huge, very huge uh, uh, subject that needs to get across for everyone. Um, and like, man, I just appreciate you, brother. We've been knowing each other for 20 years. You know, hopefully know you for the next 20. You know, for 20 more, we got 20 more to go at least. Um, and then, uh, and then, man, just uh, uh, keep being a blessing to the people you're working with, man. I think which, the work that you do speaks volumes in our, in not, you know, in community and, and helping people get through their day-to-day struggles in their lives, man. So, um, thank you, man. Uh, I do want to say one thing though, please blessings to those people in San Jose, California, the victims in that, mm-hmm. of that, of that crime the other day, mm-hmm. man. I mean, uh, my heart goes out to them. My prayers go out to their families and, and friends, man. Um, uh, I hope we, I hope our society can kind of get over things, get over those things and hope we can start to learn to do things a different way. So, um, that's right. That's, that's where I'm, that's where I'm at. Hey, well, I just want to thank you guys. It's been a blessing. Hey, especially you had this opportunity to get out and really talk about it. Um, it's so much like things that we go through that we don't realize how it affects us and it changes our whole mental mind state. Um, like when the people when people hear the word psychotherapy, they think, oh, psycho, 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 because of the movie and things that we've seen. But mm. um, if you hurt yourself and you need to go to the doctor, to rehabilitate an arm or a leg, you get physical therapy. So psychotherapy, you switch it around. It's therapy for the psych. It's therapy for the mind. Mm. You got to keep your mind right every single day. But when we look at different topics and different situations in the news and the media, unfortunately, it messes with our mindset if we don't keep clear to what's really true and not. Mm-hmm. I love that, man. That, but I just that... want to say thank you, man. Definitely, brother. We appreciate you, and I, I love that closing statement. There, there's nothing more that I can say besides what you guys have said. Except continue support us. We are we we are building something here, folks. Again, we're, we're trying to change the whole paradigm, right? We're like I always say, we're not talking about scores and and, and sneaker deals and shoe deals all the time. We're, we're really trying to have that awkward conversation. We're, we're bringing up stuff that is not comfortable a lot of times, but. Man, these are the conversations that need to happen. So if you could share our stories with your sphere of influence, with your circle of friends, uh, let uh, help us get better and give us topics of, of discussion as well. We will continue to do that. That being said, Team No Sleep, your boy here, I'm about to go to sleep. 